Hey, everybody, and welcome to Making Sense with Dustin LaMontagne from Mackey Research Capital, who joins us today. My name is Bryn Griffiths. I'm your host. Dustin, here we go. It's 2021. I thought we'd never get here. 2020, we can leave that that year behind us, no problem. Is it possible to just flip a page from one calendar year to another, or do we have to move slowly into this new year? Oh, I think uh, I think we're flipping the page, and uh, it, it'll be a much better year. 2020 had a lot of trials and tribulations, so I'm looking forward to uh, having a very productive 2021. I'm with you. Well, let's start off with a real big topic around Canada these days, and that is carbon taxes. Well, I I guess I'd just discuss, you know, to to start, I mean, it's been all over the news that uh, Trudeau and the Liberals are, are, you know, planning to increase the carbon tax by about 500% by 2030, uh, from $10 a ton to $15 a ton, and um, I think the original was slated to stop in uh, 2023 and they're extending it to 2030. So by 2030, um, you know, they're slated to, to be $170 a ton, which if you equate it into, you know, something like a liter of gas, currently 12 cents a liter is uh, carbon tax slated for 2021. Um, if they go through with these plant increases, it's going to be about 40 cents a liter um, by 2030 on, on every liter of gas you put in your car. So we're talking about a huge, uh, huge tax increase here. The economic theory behind carbon taxes is essentially um, that it, it will control the consumer's behavior. Right. So if you make, uh, if you make something more expensive, uh, the less you'll, you'll use of it. Um, in, in theory, I guess this is, you know, it makes sense. And economists are very good at, um, you know, spouting off theory, but, theory and practical applications are, are two separate matters altogether. And, you know, that, uh, you know, I'm still going to have to drive my kid across town to soccer practice, whether I'm paying, you know, a dollar or a dollar 70 a liter for, for gas. Right. Uh, and I'm still going to have to drive to work and, and, you know, all the other things that come, come with our automobile focused society. So, um, it, the, the economic theory behind it, uh, I think doesn't hold a lot of water to most Canadians. Is this, do, can we call it a user fee or is everybody going to get dinged by this? Uh, everybody, everybody that has to drive, everybody that has to heat their home. Um, this isn't going to increase uh, costs for, for consumers. And, and you think about, um, you know, all the products and services that we use in this country, everything is trucked. Uh, it's either truck shipped or rail or, or flies in on a plane. Right. Um, and when you, when you increase the, the cost of transportation, the, uh, you know, the companies producing these products and services aren't going to eat those costs. It's going to be passed on to the consumer. So this, this tax is going to be highly inflationary. Um, and that's, that's going to be seen in all sectors of the economy. So I think it's a, a major negative and, and it'll reduce Canadian competitiveness from that standpoint. Hey, well, let's talk about that for a second because you just touched on it. There's all sorts of different ways this is going to affect Canadians. Farmers are going to are going to feel a pinch here because obviously they got to get out in the field and they need to propel their vehicles somehow, right? Yeah, it's it, it's going to be you know um, those those backbone industries. Uh, you know, off the top of my head, farmers, mining, oil and gas. Um, th- this tax is going to be really hard on those sectors, and it, it's going to you know, make it very tough to, to turn profits if, if the tax is implemented in this fashion. Um, and, and really, um, you know, the, the tax increase will not change the fact that farmers still have to go out in the field and, and, you know, plow their crops. 
So unless they switch to electric tractors, which I don't think is coming anytime soon, they're still going to have to put that, uh, you know, purple gas in the, in their vehicles. Uh, it's just going to cost them much more and that they're going to have to pass that cost along to consumers. This will push along some new technology, I've got to think, but that could be years or decades away, could it not? Uh, definitely. I mean, there's some good examples and, and you don't hear this from the, from the federal government because I don't think it's in their mandate. Um, and, and, you know, they, they more like to talk about taxing to, to solve the climate change problem. Uh, but there's some very interesting technology that's been going on in Western Canada. Um, just one example of uh, uh, Ingenuity is from White Cap Resources. It's a company with uh, operations throughout Alberta and Saskatchewan. And they have a carbon sequestration um, uh, program going on in, uh, in southeast uh, Saskatchewan by Weyburn, where essentially they're taking the carbon out of the, the fossil fuel and injecting it deep into the ground. So that is one example of an, an actual uh, program which is making a difference because it's actually taking the carbon out of the atmosphere. You know, you put a tax on a liter of gas and I'm, I'm still going to drive. I'm not going to like paying more, but I don't really have a choice because that's, you know, how I'm getting from A to B or, or shuffling my kids around from A to B. So I think I think the, the government needs to focus more on these technologies and less on the tax. It would be a more efficient uh, method of reducing carbon uh, overall. What about taxing the largest and most profitable industries rather than hammering abs- absolutely everybody? Uh, there's got to be, I'm sure they've talked about every other way, but a tax is a tax, right? Yeah. And I mean, we're, we seem to be the only country, although, although with, uh, you know, Biden getting in, in the U S it looks like the, the U S is going this route as well, but Canada seems to be the only country, um, you know, and if I compare us to Australia, for example, Australia is not burdening their, their major industries. Canada seems to be the only country that's taxing, um, you know, their, their most profitable industries on, on the natural resource side. Uh, and it's making uh, our industries uncompetitive. So, you know, there, there can be tax on, uh, if you want to call it pollution, carbon. Um, but you, you, you have a tipping point. You can only tax so much before you make the industry uh, uncompetitive on a, on a world scale. So I, I think that uh, taxing uh, industry is one solution. Uh, obviously, companies, if, if they're going to pay more tax uh, for, for doing business in, a, in an unfriendly uh, manner towards carbon, um, they, they will change their their, uh, their plan of attack. Change their habit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, change their plan of attack. Hey, the other thing too is that there are people that invest in these companies that are going to be getting uh, hit up a little harder. How do you deal with that when people are looking at their investments and uh, the companies that they're investing with? Well, I, I will agree with, with the federal government uh, from the investment standpoint that this is the way the world is going. There's, there's a major focus on, uh, on climate change, and I, I don't think that's going to, to stop. If you look at uh, countries worldwide, whether it's the European Union or countries in Asia, um, the, the climate change narrative is just growing by leaps and bounds. So I'm not saying that uh, our our uh, economy and our industries don't have to adapt and change. In fact, they will, and they are, but whether a tax is the right way to go about it, um, I think economic theory um, is really disengaged from economic reality. 
So from a practical application standpoint, a tax is really not going to do a, a heck of a lot, um, especially a tax on the consumer. Um, doesn't make a lot of sense to me to tax people and then rebate it back to them. Um, seems very inefficient and it just seems to, you know, increasing that government bureaucracy that we should be trying to get away from. Okay. If somebody wants to go into deeper, uh, into deeper discussion with you, how can they get a hold of you? Uh, and give me a call on my cell phone, 780-905-7729 or, uh, on my email, dlamontang at com. Well, Happy New Year to you, and let's hope it's a really happy year as we get into 2021. And uh, we'll talk to you uh, coming up on our next podcast. You bet, Bren. Talk to you soon. That's Making Sense with Dustin Lamontang from Mackey Research Capital. My name's Bryn Griffiths, and thanks for listening. (laughs) 